DJ, roll the intro. Hey guys, my name is Bogdan and you're listening to Email Marketing Secrets, the show where I go behind the scenes and tell you how to master email as a marketing channel for your business. Whether you have an e-commerce store or you run a B2B or B2C business, whether you're an entrepreneur or a digital marketing freelancer, this podcast is for you. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Email Marketing Secrets. Um, this is episode six, and uh, today we're going to be talking about how email marketing is going to change in 2022. Um, there's there's a lot of topics that I cover all the time here on the podcast, and there's a lot of things that I cover on, on my social channels, on Twitter, on Instagram, and I kind of wanted to just sort of gather all of the most important topics that I've uh, made posts about and kind of put them into one big um, podcast episode. Well, hopefully it's not going to be that big. I think I'm going to try and keep it under 10 minutes uh, just because I've, I did notice the ones that are shorter generally tend to perform a lot better in terms of you guys actually listening in and uh, going all the way through the end of the podcast. Um, personally, I think, you know, the 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 having longer formats uh, of your podcast only works in certain types of industries i'm not sure if you know e-learning is is something that um has uh that big of an impact um when it comes to people kind of like really consuming you know 20 30 40 minute long episodes um but yeah so episode six how email marketing is going to change in 2022 um the first one that i want to talk about is this sort of um, marketing message that a lot of agencies and a lot of freelancers out there are using. I, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of it myself. I use it too, except um, mine has slightly changed over the years. And, um, you know, it's it's the one where uh, people say that, you know, you should get 40% of your revenue attributed to email. Now, my opinion is this, is that if your revenue goes over 40% attributed to email, you have an acquisition problem. I mentioned this quite a few times. I repeat it every single chance that I get. Uh, it is generally not healthy to have a revenue so dependent on email or SMS. Um, there's a lot of people out there who will promise, uh, you know, if you, for example, it will promise you if you own an e-commerce store, for example, uh, that will um, help you drive 40 to 50% of your revenue from email. They'll most, like, more like, most likely use that benefit of having email uh, you know, 40x ROI and the fact that it's the most affordable marketing channel. And I know it because I used to do it too. Um, however, uh, over the years, my sort of tagline has changed to from 40% to 30%. And now it's even as low as 20%. That is the promise that I make to all of my clients when working with them. And because there's two reasons for this. Well, one, you're setting expectations um, on kind of, you know, what's the most achievable for most stores if you're really following a fundamental strategy. Um, and two, you're kind of setting, you're, 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 you're setting the, the, the scene right because a lot of e-commerce owners, they start working with an agency or a freelancer thinking that that attribution percentage, if it's not high, then you're doing a bad job. 
And this is wrong because there's a lot of things that we as email marketers do and there's a lot of areas where we can improve and revenue in my opinion is somewhere at the, that the bottom uh, uh, bottom of the list you know it's great to have 20 percent of your revenue uh, generated from email but there's a lot of other things we can also focus on and they also need to to work right um here's the thing about but this is the thing about email marketing you know it cannot exist on its own and this is what i would want you if you're an email marketer to tell the, your clients, and if you're an e-commerce store, that's what I would want you to, to, to understand. You need to understand that in order to become a successful email marketer or in order to have a successful email marketing strategy, you need to know how the e-commerce ecosystem works, um, how business in general works. You know, driving 40% of your revenue from existing customers continuously, that means that you're failing to acquire new customers, you know, and, and essentially you're just having to, 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 to milk that, that email list as much as you can to, to drive that revenue that you're lacking at the top of the funnel. And, you know, I think you, you should never forget and all of us should never forget. And if we're really looking deep diving into our data, first time, first time customers, they make up a large percentage of revenue for any brand. You know, I'm looking now at some of the clients that I have in. Uh, 80, 85% of their uh, of their list are first-time customers. That means that 85% of their revenue is driven by uh, the, by acquisition, not by retention. Like, look, having having high retention is fantastic for profitability, and um, it can really be a huge difference for most brands. But it should not let you uh, be distracted from the core focus of scaling your brand. You cannot scale a brand only with email marketing. You need to keep that top of the funnel uh, loaded with new customers. Um, so that is one that I wanted to get out of the way. You know, I would publish this on Instagram and Twitter if I can, but that just requires huge email, uh, Twitter threads or huge captions on, on Instagram. So I think podcast is the best format for this. Um, the number two, uh, number two for us will be uh, that email uh, will help you leverage customer data across multiple channels in 2022, um, and you know that's that's what email marketing is. It has the ability uh, via pop-ups and 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 post opt-ins to harvest customer data points and help you uh, you know improve your retargeting uh, um, on other channels. If you truly want to win at marketing, not just at email marketing, at marketing for your e-commerce business you need to learn more about your customers and data is the way to do that. And you can do that either at sign up through multi-step pop-ups or you can do it post-purchase, something that I've recently gotten into that I really, really like. I think it, it has a, a very high uh, uh, performance rate. And I'll talk about this on a different episode about how to collect data post-purchase. But essentially what it means is that at the very, after the very first purchase, you need to send your customers short surveys and each question should aim to segment your customers further into pods. Um, then you can sync this data across other channels like Facebook for uh, retargeting. So that is number two, uh, really leverage customer data from email and use it across other channels. Um, number three is email design is going to be more important than ever. Um, the, the competition in the e-commerce sector is, is, is more fears than ever when it comes to email designs. We're seeing better and better emails out there. And my problem as an email marketer and as an agency owner is that, you know, uh, there's a lot of uh, freelancers, a lot of agencies out there that do not put an emphasis on email design. They put an emphasis on, you know, building a lot of emails with, you know, really good copy, but the design is not really 
building that trust with the subscribers. And email design itself has, it is becoming increasingly complex. Alongside from the fact that it needs to look good, you need to optimize for all of the browsers out there, all of the inbox providers, all of the devices uh, customers are using to read your emails on. You know, like they're reading your emails on on, a, on an iPhone in the morning, on, a, on an iPad in the afternoon, and on their laptop in the evening. Is your email going to look the same on all of those devices? Your, is your design going to adapt to that? Not to mention things such as dark mode. You know, like now you can easily switch off the top of tap of the button from light mode to dark mode to whatever other mode. Now, you know, like my, my phone even has the ability to switch to purple mode nowadays. So like, you know, it's got your is your email design going to adapt to that? How do you, how are your images looking like when when switching to dark mode? Do you use PNG transparent images that are just going to mess up the whole design how, how what about your um your copy you know these are all things that we need to to look at and you can only get this kind of service from people that really pay attention to this kind of detail so email design is going to be more important than ever make sure you 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 improve your design service if you're an agency owner and as an e-commerce store make sure you really pay attention to it um, number four, uh, multi-step pop-ups will be an absolute must. And um, I'm a big advocate of them. I love them since Clavio introduced them. Uh, you know, I couldn't be happier. Adding multi-step forms with radio buttons, uh, you know, compared to the conventional sign-up pop-ups, uh, it, it will unlock, unlock you so much more data that you can get from, from a customer. And it will help you send personalized journeys to them in the new subscriber flow. It will help you create segments so you can retarget them on other uh, on other channels. Uh, essentially a bit of an extension to what we mentioned on uh, point number two, that data will help you. Uh, uh, you should leverage data across other channels and you can do that using multi-step uh, pop-ups. Um, number five, uh, email automation will evolve into marketing automation. And this is a funny one because my, it's not a funny one. It's an interesting one because my uh, expertise actually is marketing automation. This is how I ended up uh, working in email marketing. This is how I ended up discovering Clavio. My job at its core was marketing automation expert. And um, their email automation and marketing automation, while they can be the same, they're two different things, if you ask me. If you're an email marketer, you should strongly consider expanding your learnings into marketing automation. You know, we as marketers, we need to go beyond nice emails, uh, uh, you know, creating nice emails to customers and having a, a nice, uh, a nicely uh, structured new subscriber flow. Um, there's much more we can do to help brands really optimize that customer journey. For example, if someone submits a low NPS score for your brand, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, NPS st stands for Net Promoter Score, and it helps you get a score from 1 to 10 on how your customers experienced, uh, had their experience with your brand. Um, so if you, you can, you can have an automation in place every time you get a low MPS score to trigger a notification internally to your support team. And at the same time, this, this notification can be sent across different channels. You can have an, an email sent to your support app. You can have a Slack channel in, uh, uh where a lot of these uh, low NPS scores can be sent to. Um, you can even have like a push notifications to, to people's phones. Obviously that's going to require a lot of API work, but that's what marketing automation uh, um, does. It helps you unlock uh, ways that you can stay closer to your customer. Your support team will then get that message. They'll understand why the customer had a poor experience. They'll try to fix it. 
Um, and hopefully they'll even change it into a high score. So that's how you can win at marketing automation. And that's how you can go beyond by creating these type of automations um, that sort of go beyond just sending emails. And Clavio already is doing that with some of the, the API triggers that they have and some of the uh, some of the, the notification features that they've added within their flows. Um, number six, uh, segmentation is evolving. And, you know, this is a, an obvious one, but, you know, gone are the days of segmenting customers uh, uh, and non-customers in that sense. It's like, oh, these, these are people that bought from me. These are the people that didn't buy. Let me send an email to people that buy to buy again. And let me send an email to people that didn't buy so they can buy for the first time. Like, if you want to win at email marketing in 2022 and beyond, you have to do more than that. And, you know, we, ha we have concepts such as RPM, segmenting your customers based on the recency, frequency, and monetary value of their activity. We have Apple's privacy updates uh, and softwares like Klaviyo that now actually allow you to segment Apple users that have the male privacy protection turned on. Uh, if you're an email marketer, you need to go above and beyond within your segmentation efforts to truly get the best results that you can. Um, and the last one on the list today, we actually gone a lot faster to these, but um, it's good. You know, I hope uh, I hope you're 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 taking notes. Uh, the last one today, e-commerce owners, you, you know, they need to be more educated in what it means to have a powerful email strategy, and in general, what it means um, to get an email marketing service. Like one of my main issues, and as a, as an agency owner, is that I genuinely have to go through a lot of uh, um, like my elevator, elevator pitch includes a lot of what I do and how I do it because I want to make sure that e-commerce owners understand what is being, what's involved in, in, in setting up a good email marketing strategy. Email marketing is not just one job. Email marketing is a series of jobs. You have the email strategist, you have the email designer, you have the copywriter, you have the technical developer, you have the operation uh, manager, the project manager that sort of oversees all of this. There's so many elements to email marketing that well, a lot of people are not aware of. No one actually will be aware of unless you work in an email agency. So these things they need to be educated. They need to be uh, um, communicated to to e-commerce owners so they they're more educated on what it takes to actually build a powerful email strategy. What well, when when actually it doesn't just require you to hire a freelancer online. While I think that's great if you're at the very beginning and you're making less than fifty thousand per month. Great, go hire an email marketer from, from Upwork. They'll more than uh, likely get you where you need to be. But once you've gotten to a certain level, make sure that you go for a more higher level service so that you can, you can really grasp the, 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 the power of email marketing. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you guys have a great rest of the day, great rest of the week, wherever, uh, whatever day is for you right now. And I'll see you in the next one.